Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. And we have a special guest this week. My girl, Jasmine Sanders, will be joining us. You know her from the DL Hughley Show. And she will be helping me out because Eva has a little bit of a family emergency. But she'll be back next week. This is your girl, L'Oreal. And we're going to be talking about Cam Newton. He says women don't know how to be quiet. Now, (laughs) Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck get engaged again. Solange and her son were trending, and you'll never believe why. And you know, each and every week it goes down in my DMs. But listen, we also have a final question to address, and you're not going to believe it, but this happened. He kind of played me, so now I was needing another rebound. <laughs> yeah, you mix your peanut butter with your chocolate too quick. It's going down, so make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. Now let's welcome our girl, Jasmine Sanders, to the Undressing Room Podcast. You've made it. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. I feel like a, I feel like I'm not a virgin anymore. It's I know new. that's right. Thank you for welcoming to the show. I really appreciate it. You know, you and I go back a little bit. Yes, and we've sat down before and we've had some opinions and I love how you break everything down. I know that you're going to do a great job of undressing this time around here with us on the Undressing Room Podcast. Now, you can let people know, where do they know you from? So I co-host the D.L. Hughley Show. Obviously, people know D.L. because his mouth keeps us in the news (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Every morning I wake up. Uh, and also, uh, I have my own podcast called Don't Tell Me to Shut Up, which is I know, so that's right. tying right Cam into Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> Girl, well, bye. Of course, I have to take a second to talk about one of my favorite places, period. That's Macy's. You know, I got my black Barbie Macy's shirt on right now. Hey, let's oh, go, I Macy's. Love it. <laughs> well, listen, it's springtime and pastel is definitely in this month. Now, from lilac jelly shades to soft sage color handbags, Macy's has the pastel pieces you can easily incorporate into your spring wardrobe at Macy's.com slash own your style. Now, if you need some tips on how to tie it all together, you just connect with a Macy's personal stylist one-on-one in the store. You could chat from the comfort of your own home and either way, the appointment is going to be catered just for you and your style dreams. So they can help you out just in case you need that help. And it's all for free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. That's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. We're going to go on over there, right, Jasmine? I can't wait. And you know, <laughs> spring is here and summer's around the corner. I'm headed to Macy's because you know, I know that's right. Home, so and then know. we always get the good deals because we're Star Reward members. So make sure you go on over to Macy's and we're going to kick our show off right because this guy has been trending and child Kim Newton says women just don't know how to be quiet and clearly neither do men. Let me tell you something. I saw this and I listened to what he said. And my first thought was, I can't take advice from a dude who wears a scarf on his head. Don't tell me about gender roles and gender rules when you bend them all the time when it comes to your fashion. Now, I'm not trying to be controversial. You can dress how you want to. Mm-hmm. It's like I can act how I want to. Jasmine, you better talk. 
I got opinions for him too. He could also go to Macy's.com slash personal stylist because I think he might need one better than the one he got going on now. He might need one or two. I just couldn't believe he had the audacity. Can we talk about that? Yeah, let's the talk audacity. about it. And in my head, now correct me if I'm wrong, Mario, mm-hmm. because you are very much into the culture and very much into what is going on in the streets. Yes. As I recall, it was less than three months ago, he sat in an interview and said he got two baby mamas. Two. With children, right? That he doesn't live with either one of. Neither. And one of them he has quite a few kids with. And he said, in reference to this particular comment that he has just recently said, I grew up in a household of three, my father, mm-hmm. my mother, and my grandmother. Yes, he did. And that is what you're basing this on. But you are not even allowing your children to grow up in the house with you, but you want to tell me how to behave. Ooh, hold on. Let's let's take a second now. So he was on a podcast called Million Dollars Worth of Game with my guys Gilly and Wallow. And on this podcast, he basically, I'm going to say he complained about women who can't cook and how they need to be quiet and all this other stuff. And like you said, he mentioned his mom, his father, his grandmother. Let's check it out. A bad bitch is a person who's just, girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I I, I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and it's a lot of women who are bad bitches. And I say bitches in, in, in a way not to degrade a woman. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like, I'm a boss, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. You don't know, you don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how to allow a man to lead. Now he thinks women should cook, be quiet, cater to their husband's every need and not be a boss chick. That'll make them a bad chick. If you know what I mean now, I want to know, Because we kind of know. But what do you think about these comments that he has? When I tell you, these types of comments are the bane of my existence, right? Because I feel like men love being hyper, condescending, uh, full of toxic masculinity when it comes to telling women what we need and what we don't need to do. They love making bad bees, right? They don't want to be with them. I just don't understand it. Like in my head, I'm like, why are you so concerned with what we're doing? Because at the end of the day, right, if we were not bad bees taking care of our business, what would we be? Come on now. All of my time catering to your needs, handling and taking care of you. And then you decide to leave me. Oh, I don't know. Like he did his two baby mamas. Where are they now? Who's taking care of them? What are you left with? Right? And are yeah. they still bad? Because they yeah. obviously was doing all that, especially for you to have seven kids. And seven. at least five of them belong to one woman, five or four, right? So Correct. was was she a bad chick? And she was a bad chick at one point in time. Why'd you leave her? Why'd you cheat on her with another quote unquote bad chick? And one was an Instagram model or or whatever the case. You know what I like my men to do? I like my men to dress like men. Since you want to tell us what women need to be doing, the scarf that's supposed to go around my head and neck shouldn't be on yours. Correct. Because if you're going to now try to conflate <laughs> gender roles and you don't want me to wear the pants, don't wear my dress. Oh, 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 my bag. 
How about that? You stay out of my closet. I might stay out of yours. It is always like that with men. It's always the, this is how a woman should be. This is how a woman should act. I rarely ever hear a woman come out and be like, this is what a man should do. And don't get me wrong. We say things like chivalry is dead. Nobody's opening doors anymore. This, this, that. But we're not saying that you're not uh, responsible. This, this, that kind of man. If you don't do that, I do think a little less of you. But <laughs> we, don't put, we don't put it out there in a way or a man that is saying, this is how y'all should act. And this is what you should be doing. Well, here's the thing, L'Oreal. Let's be honest about it. There was a time, if you look at Cam Newton's age, right? The reason his grandmother was in the house was I would imagine at a younger age, she probably couldn't own a house, right? Mm. Because the laws were different. There was a time when women couldn't work. Times have changed. We can now work. We can now own our own businesses. We can now own our own bodies. We have control of our own persons. It's a new time. So yes, we can be bad bees. Yes, we can own our own businesses. I don't have time to be in the kitchen slaving and cooking all day because I'm trying to take care of myself. I'm a single woman. I'm not married. I have Mm -hmm. no responsibilities other than taking care of myself and the family that raised me. And listen, and me, I'm a cook. I love to cook. And that's something that I will do. But I've been in a relationship where we've lived together. I cooked for him all the time, did whatever. And he still cheated on me and did and did as he wished. So that's not nothing that's just going to leave you. And I'm not going to lie. Now I'm a little bit more hesitant about giving that time that could have been for myself a way to worrying and making sure that he has all those meals and this is that. Show me that you're worthy of any of that stuff. And I'm going to do it regardless. Correct. And I think that's where men miss the point. And make yes. no mistake, I'm a Southern girl. I can cook. Yes, so down now. Good, right? I'm very well-rounded. But what I don't want to do is spend 100% of my time in the kitchen cooking and cleaning the house for you to come home. Because then when you leave me, I can't put that on my resume. That that's what Listen. I've done for the past years. And right? then when you decide you don't want to play with me no more, now I'm stuck with nothing. And then these are the same guys that's like, why is she asking for so much with child support? And it's like, because you you had me catering to you. I ain't do nothing for myself. And now right. I can't I can't take care of myself. Right. Let's be real. You want somebody that depends on you. You want somebody that nothing they could do, you can control them. Like ultimately, because you want to tell her when to shut up. Why can't I have an opinion like you? That doesn't make you less. That doesn't Come make on. you less because I have an opinion. Come on. And, and the other thing to consider, L'Oreal, is You know, back in the day, everybody's always talking about back in the day, my mom, my dad, my granny, whatever. The thing is, what happened to mutual respect and reciprocity? Mm. Like, I I don't mind catering to my man and cooking for him, but I also understand that he is taking good care of my heart. Come on now. Good care of me. So there is a balance there. We are equally yoked. It's just not about me giving my all to him while he's running the streets. I'm giving to him because I know he's taking care of me and my heart, and I know he has good intentions for me. But when you out here and you got baby mamas and you got kids all over the place, clearly you're showing me your intentions, but yet and still you want me to spend all my time catering to you. That's right. Don't compare me to your mother when you're not your father. Your mother and your father been together 27 years. I wish I could bail. Bing, bing, bing. Twenty-seven years, your mother and your father have been married and together for. You couldn't stay with not one of your baby moms. So what is what is that to say? You want me to be an example of a household I didn't grow up in, and you can't even be an example of the household you did grow up in? Then you need to reevaluate that. And that's a million dollars worth of game. Now let's move on and talk about. (laughs) 
Let's talk about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Now, this story always hits a button for me, and let's see if it's going to hit one for you. Now, it's been almost two decades since J-Lo and Ben Affleck called off their original engagement. They officially broke their first engagement off in 2004. J-Lo then married Mark Anthony and had her twins, and Ben Affleck married Jennifer Gardner. They had three children together. Now, the reason why they said the two of them uh, broke up had to do a lot with the negative backlash that was the media. So everything the media was putting on their relationship. Now, they did remain friends, and they both had failed marriages. But J-Lo's recent breakup with A-Rod was last year. And we know she started spending a lot of time with Ben Affleck shortly after that. Now, it seemed like they got right back into the swing of things where they left things off. And in less than a year, J-Lo released the engagement news by showing off her big green ring on uh, a J-Lo newsletter that was sent to her fans last week. Now, the week before, she was trying to hide it. She was uh, spun it the other way so you couldn't really see it. But a source said that they have been getting to know each other's children and that they are bonding with each other again. Now, how do you feel about going back to an ex after a failed romance? First of all, I don't know that I could do it, but J-Lo is my shero. And let me tell you why. I think J-Lo and Ben Affleck never stopped loving each other. Really? I think they never stopped loving each other. I think J-Lo was looking for, uh, honestly, and, and I don't know anything about him or his family. I think it was probably a little bit of his family. I think mm. they didn't like that Jenny from the block. Ooh. I think they wanted a Jennifer Garner and that's what they got because yeah. they wanted more, you know, girl next door, mm-hmm. you know, not the chick who was on Diddy's arm and who was on the boat with her butt. They didn't want all of that. <laughs> they wanted something different. They wanted, you know, Sally Homemaker. They wanted the one who was making the cookies and would be it. I don't think they felt Jennifer Lopez would fit that bill, even though I think that she she's pretty much all of that. She's a great mom. She's yeah. a beautiful spirit. She's amazingly talented. And I think she never stopped loving loving Ben Affleck. I believe that in my soul. And I think all of the roads kept leading her back to him. All the guys she was with, placeholders. Really? See, I used to think she still loved Diddy somewhere deep down, but she couldn't go back because she did him so dirty that it it would look crazy. But I thought that they had a special relationship. Don't you think Ben Affleck is just um, a different version of Diddy? He a bad boy too. I can see, I can see that. When I tell you, I thought she was going to end up back in Diddy's arms way before Ben Affleck, especially with the three kids he had and then getting with another woman named Jennifer. That was a little weird to me, but I've definitely circled the block before and found that I was in the same exact mess that I was in the first time I was on that same block. That part. That's why no. I don't go back. I was like, yeah. they still don't clean the garbage off this block. Why do I keep walking back? I don't so understand. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like a lot of backlash came into play for Jennifer Lopez, but not for Ben Affleck. Like, her spinning the block with him, it was like, uh, everybody was like, oh, you know, she's always had to fail marriages, fail relationships, da, da, da. but when it was Ben Affleck, they was just like, oh, Ben got her back. Like, it, like, why well, do you... Don't you think it's always that way? We why is it always, like this? We 
always take the fall on everything. It's always a woman's fault or we always get the biggest amount of criticism. I think it's just a natural fall for us. We're always a sacrificial lamb. Is it because like we decide, because there's a lot of women that would stick around and put up with whatever's thrown at them. Do they feel, you think they feel like maybe J-Lo should just, was supposed to thug it out or something? I'm, I'm confused. I think a lot of people always have a, a big problem with women who have a lot of power, who know what their power is, and then mm-hmm. also have a lot of money with it. So they have a lot of options. And I think J-Lo is a great example of that. When you look at truly, she was Jenny from the block. She was a fly girl. She was just a round the way girl who was able to make it through. Think about this. She was a chick from the block who imbued herself into the black community because we loved her too. And right. then she was totally mainstream. They loved her too. Then she was able to come full circle and come right back. There are not many people who can do that. And so I think for me, I love that she lo- has always loved Ben Affleck. I knew the thing with A-Rod between me and you wasn't going to work. I just knew you it. Did. I knew. I, I just knew. I said, this ain't going to work. I knew Mark He's Anthony was going that work. thing out here in these streets. He's not ready to settle down. He ain't ready. Now. He's intending to be ready. He was. And all that, you know, uh, seating a table and having a chair that was empty and putting it on social media. Stop it, A-Rod. Don't play with us. I think the thought of him being with J-Lo went better. Like, you know, them two being together did a lot for his career as far as A-Rod, but I never seen them. I didn't think they were serious either. I've never been a J-Lo fan, though, and uh, which is rare because I feel like most – I'm half Spanish, but most Spanish girls got to post a, a J-Lo on the damn wall. I've never been one of those people. And I will say it do it do really stem back to Diddy and how she did him foul. So I'd rather see her with a Ben Affleck or something like that than be in our, you know, over here with us. So uh, I don't care who she ends up with, to be honest. All I know is she's over there collecting engagement rings. And maybe she needs to, y'all was asking about Sierra prayer. What's the J-Lo prayer? Because she get everybody to engage to her, propose to her. I heard somebody say uh, J-Lo has more rings than Thanos. (laughs) She (laughs) She got more rings than the Olympics. I'm not mad at it. I mean, because I feel like men do it all the time. And I feel like women, there is such a stigma when we try to figure out who it is we love. and, And sometimes it takes us down so many different roads. And it it might take a while before we find it, but God bless you when you do find it and you're not afraid, regardless of the backlash, regardless of the chatter that comes from the peanut gallery that may come, mm-hmm. you found the love of your life. And I believe in my heart of hearts, Ben Affleck was the love of her life. So have you ever done that though? Like spun the block on somebody, even though mm-hmm. like f- friends and family may have told you like, he's, this ain't the one. Let me tell you something. I'm a, I'm going to be complete since we uh, I'm in the undressing room. I'm yeah, going to we want you to get undressed. You make it right here and vulnerable and speak the truth. <laughs> I dated this guy in college, thought I was going to marry him. We dated for a long time. Everybody to this day in my family still asks me about him all the time. No. Meanwhile, he's already been through four marriages. <gasps> four, right? No. Every time I see him, we circle back and we made this pact. Oh, if you're not married, always if I'm not married, we're going to get together. Oh, Lord, right. I saw one too many romantic comedies. So he calls me up in between all of these marriages and is like, yeah, you know, I really believe and we should. And so, you know, I go back and what does he want? Money. No. I have given this dude so much money and I finally cut him off. I was like, that's it. 
this is not even my thing. I would never do that. But I really thought, you know, we had something. We had that magical connection that I saw in the movie Sparkle or something right. that I saw. In the movie. Those so, movies uh, be tricking us. And I think that we should boycott all of them. All of them. It happens Done. to me too. I start watching. I be like, well, maybe I'll give him a second chance. Yeah, give him no more damn chance. None. Forget those <laughs> movies like Serendipity and just all of them. Don't watch any of them. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm not. I'm not doing any more because they be tricking me. Yeah, Taking that's like no fairy tale endings like uh-uh. this situation right here. I don't think this is going to be a fairy tale ending with Solange and her son because they are trending. Now, just when you saw Solange trending, you thought maybe she had a new album or something like that. And no, it ain't that at all. Now, her 17-year-old son, his name is Daniel. They call him Jules. Well, he allegedly fathered a child with a young lady who is still in high school as well. Now, there is a viral TikTok that went around that allegedly showed text messages between the son and the young lady. The alleged messages discussed sexual encounters as well as a message asking if the girl would take a plan B. Now, he allegedly typed, that makes you so less attractive. Now, Jews made a statement on his Instagram saying, now, usually I wouldn't speak on this type of stuff, but this time I'm not going to let y'all drag my family for something that is fabricated. Now, he wrote in an Instagram story with screenshots of the young lady seemingly saying that the story is fake. Well, the text was from today is what he said. She wants y'all to know that it's fake. Now, the woman or girl is backtracking and saying, no, it was something that one of the blogs said that was fake, not that she's faking about the pregnancy. Do you think that Solange is about to be a 35-year-old grandmother? And, uh, you know, he has a history of having issues with other little girls like Sky Jackson, who has put him on blast for the way he's talked to her before he was supposedly dating her. He yeah. even talked about being ready to take care of a child, but he said not for another 10 months. Well, it takes nine months for a baby to bake, about 10, right? So uh, is this the 10 months he's going to be waiting for? Hey, Grandma Solange. Oh! Hey, Granny. What you doing, girl? You no. going to drop a new album soon and feature your grandbaby? No. <laughs> you oh, believe Lord, this yeah. girl is pregnant? Where there's smoke, there's fire, typically. Yeah. I, I just believe that. And my thing is, he's 17. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? Come on. And if you have a history of things like that, I mean, you hate that it's someone so young because, you know, when you, I got pregnant in high school. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's it's one of those things that you wish you, you would have later on in life. You wish you would have put it off because it's so much responsibility that you yeah. could not imagine that you're ready for. And you're not. Right. But a 17 year old boy. Come on. How old were you? I was 16. And you had you had your child at 16? I did. Oh and it, and, and if I if I had a pen to rewrite it, yeah. obviously I would have waited. But you know, I was young and I thought I would this guy was in love with me. He was gonna marry me and move me to California. None of these things were true. I mean, it happens. It's it's not like it's a new story. It's a story as old as time. Right. But it happened to me, you know, and I had to become a bad B, get my stuff together. And move forward and not be quiet about it. And that's how I made it to where I am today. 
So side note for Cam Newton, but back to this whole greatest Yeah, thing. and it, to I these mean, little girls that are listening to these boys, these little boys, it's like, oh, I'm ready for a baby. They're babies themselves, and so are you. Correct. Be clear. I get it. It's a little different when they have a family that is so well off. So you start to think like, well, maybe they're going to take care of the baby. No, Whoa, it's the same no. thing. It Don't, doesn't mean anything. It does not. I remember not too long ago, and, and I know you you also follow so closely what happens. There was this whole trend of young girls making packs to get pregnant. Because it was the thing to do. And I'm like, okay, this is not a game. This is real life. You are actually bringing a child that you are responsible for. Right. And you have no idea, like, the gravity of that and how much it is going to impact your life. And not saying that bringing babies into the world is not a beautiful thing. Right. When you're ready, emotionally, uh, psychologically, physically, because it takes such a toll on you. And the other thing that I think young girls and boys who don't mm -hmm. handle their business, right? You don't realize that when you bring a baby into the life, your life is no longer yours. Now, everything you do has to be for the baby. So any dreams, any aspirations, all of those things, I'm not saying they have to go away, but they now take a back seat mm -hmm. to now the top priority in your life, which is this baby, because it's not your mama's baby. That's right. Daddy's baby. This That's is right. And you could tell that neither one of them are able or willing yeah. to have this child because they are already being petty by petty and, and, and posting stuff on the internet. And one thing we know about the Knowles Carter family, they do not put their business out there like that. This is very, this is a very private family when they have issues, even if we see it, it's, concealed and we see no more okay yeah, so because they have an olivia pope somewhere scrubbing you know what i'm saying down. listen you remember though for a long time we didn't know anything about solange's son yes he had that baby right. she was with that guy where is that guy nobody knows they so he just up. had a baby recently and maybe that is another thing maybe this is him acting out you know it this is me. you don't never it know i'm just saying you know that family that both all sides of that it's like fort knox they keep that stuff locked down for sure that's right and we will um make it clear you know going on over there that they're not about to have none of this going on and their business leaked so uh -uh. we already know somebody is going to be quiet very soon and if it's the son uh, we won't be surprised. The son, they're going to have to be surprised. Them. I don't think it's going to be that girl. Not her. She no, said so. she was trying to warn other girls so that this didn't happen to them. I feel like Daniel is already getting a bad reputation for the things that he says and with his temper. So the, the Nose Carter family also going to have to put a little halt on his Instagram usage. And Oh, my goodness. The, the one thing that I, I'm so, so thankful that it was not around when I was coming up. I don't know that I would have had the mental capacity to handle having to put or having to see all of my business, everything that I do, because these kids share everything. They do. And they have no idea the impact that it's going to have or the reverberating effects 
two years from now, mm -hmm. a week from now, a month from now. They don't even think about that. They're just putting all of their business out there. Where but this little girl me? could be lying as well because this is the age of clout and that is something that everybody is looking for. And I've definitely known, I knew at least two girls that have lied about being pregnant in order to get attention from the man. And as far as this situation, let's just say this, this little girl has an OnlyFans. See, see, now, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I personally believe anytime females, I know what I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this, but I believe this wholeheartedly. <laughs> if you lie about some stuff like that, you know, whether it's about some kind of sexual encounter or pregnancy, this baby is yours, all that thing. I think there should be some kind of, you know, admonishment, some kind of punishment, some kind of something. Because I just don't think you should be able to go and just be reckless with your mouth. Because I, yeah. I think so many things can happen that can go wrong that could kill somebody's future. I just, I don't like that. And I think when we just immediately believe whatever somebody says, and it turns out to not be true, the court of public opinion can never be undone. That's what's like, scary that's about the only, internet. That's what's scary. When you put negative things out, and that goes for women as well, both sides of this. Once you put that negative energy out there, it has... The, the way social media works, it's like a wildfire and you cannot contain it. And now no matter how much you say, well, no, that wasn't true. And this is the innocent story that gets buried on the back page. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about that. Well, maybe this is Solange Karma because she was 17 years old when hey, she Grace. decided to get <laughs> married and have her son. So, And I'm pretty sure Tina wasn't too happy with that. Shout out to Tina. She just got her voiceover, uh, her first voiceover acting job in the, oh, in ahead, it, with the proud family she's in the proud oh, family that's right. so shout out to her for that <laughs> i love her i mean she is living her best life right now and i'm here for it all right I well speaking it. of leaking messages i'm gonna do that right now when i go into my dm so we have a lot of people that hit me up on a daily basis and they try to talk to me they try to shoot their shot in the Ooh. dm jasmine this is what, but listen, usually they're a little weird, right? So I kind of need your help to let me know whether I should just block these people, ignore them, or allow them to keep shooting their shot. I hardly ever respond, very, very rarely. So let's get into a DM that I got last week. Oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> now he said, I hope whoever you're giving your energy to doesn't mess up. In a way, I hope that he does. That will give me a slight percentage gain for me to shoot my shot. I think you're beautiful. I love your voice, your laugh, your style, and your artistry. I promise to respect you, and I promise to be there for you and listen to you. Oh, oh. Is this too deep for a first message? I, I'm not going <laughs> to say it's too deep. I don't like the promises because you don't know me. Don't make promises that you possibly can't keep. Yes. <laughs> like the fact that he recognized your artistry using that terminology first of all points from it, right i didn't think about artistry. that yes words matter the, the, the fact that he loved the sound of your laugh i think it's important for a man to love the sound of laughter because that means he loves to see you happy i don't think that you should block him 
I think maybe <laughs> you should entertain it a little bit, but the promises scare me just a little bit. Don't make promises. Me too. It's like, you don't even know what I like. And I like um, the laugh. I like that he likes my laugh because if I laugh at him for trying to shoot a shot at me, then he won't be upset. <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel like that all works out very well it for everybody. Well. I, well, like I have this other guy and he's he wasn't too attractive in his profile, so I didn't like decide to click on it but i did decide to, <laughs> to shoot I got other to, pictures does he have other pictures shot. well so a lot of these people which i don't understand and i'm so glad you asked me that they hit me up from profiles that are private so it's like i can't even get a glimpse of their life and i'm not gonna follow them back so yeah, that's another i think that's a good tip for some of these guys that are shooting their shot you might as well not have a private page because that's a disadvantage off time well, that why do you have a private page but you're on social media mm. yeah you got something to hide what are you, you hiding hide. i thought you were you social that's why it's social media why are you private that's stuff. exactly well this other guy he started with something weird bodilicious block <laughs> <laughs> block him right now block save him save yourself <laughs> okay so he's black i'm not even gonna go no further that just is what it is now then for the last one i got somebody here he's wrote me a, quite a few times he said let me take you out l'oreal just know i love you but i hate you at the same time because you be looking so good you need Ooh. a young man in your life have you ever stepped out with you a young man now Baby, all I like is young men. What are you talking about? Hey. <laughs> Where do you find your young men? Like, how do they shoot their shot at you? Oh, in my DMs. Yeah, oh, so you be going to your DMs. I do. I go in my DMs. Because, you know, it's really difficult when you're working all the time. You don't get the opportunity to go out as much as you like. And yes. then, as much as men hate to hear this, I do believe that they are intimidated so that they don't really approach you and i'm really yeah. not out that often because i'm always working so i i'm always in my dms looking or if i see somebody's profile picture that's not in the bathroom taking a selfie i don't like that um i will go just kind of check out their pictures i'm like mm -mm, hey there i know that's right but some of them be so bold they got their girlfriend next to them in the avi picture block right away <laughs> so what's block. one of the craziest dms that you've received Oh my goodness. I received a crazy DM about a guy who actually asked me to marry him, bought a ring and sent me a picture of the ring. No. Yes. Was it I, nice? It was nice. I, was wanted, to it? Check, I wanted to check all the, the, the C's in it. I wanted to check the clarity, the cut. <laughs> and what happened? Did you end up linking up with him or that no, was just too crazy for you? I felt like that was too crazy. I was like, because how could you even take a that's a huge gamble right because i'm like you've never met me you 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 so how could you go out and actually buy a whole ring ready to devote your that's life super, to me? i would call the police i would have called yeah, the police that is yeah. yeah that's very stalkerish very scary yeah. it bothers me enough when people try to email my booking and they'll send like a whole pitch as to why i should date them and i'm like but does this work for people? Because yeah. the fact that they're really doing it leads me to believe that some point in time in life, this worked for them and it yeah, got them a date. I think it works for some people. You know what I really hate? I don't, I, and what I don't understand, I get a lot of DMs for people in jail. Really? I've had I, a few. So my first question is, I thought you're in jail. So how do you even have social media? Do you have a phone? Like, do you, is it like a, a communal laptop or something? And then number two, 
how are you going to take me out? You can't even get out. So no. I, you know, it's just the weirdest thing. Like how so do there, you go out? <laughs> I will say if he is reaching out to you from a DM, I would just know that uh, he has some parts that may be a little looser than you may think <laughs> because you, know, you have to bring it up in there some way, somehow. And no ma'am. No ma'am. I'm going to say it's a little romantic too because you're putting your life on the line just to send me a message. So, right. I have a lot of questions. Why are you in there? Oh, <laughs> you don't do? want to know, probably. I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten. That's okay. something you want to stay away from. Anyway, all my jail guys, y'all go ahead and slide in my girl Jasmine Sanders. Uh-uh, don't do it. <laughs> I wish you well. I'll put some money on the books for you, but I Look, wish you well. <laughs> that's why they need to slide in your DM. You putting money on the I'm asking them for money in jail. I'm like, yeah, so there's this bag I like. No, because no. I feel guilty about what they may have to do to get the money. You not know, my so problem. Not my problem. My not like, my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get into our final question to undress. And this is one of the most exciting parts of the show because we get to incorporate other people's problems into here and see what we think and what advice we could give them. Now, there was a recent Twitter thread where people shared the worst intimacy dating advice. Now, this is what board certified, oh, her name is the Bumblebee underscore on Instagram, on Twitter, as I should say, on Twitter. She said, get under someone else to get over your ex is horrible, horrible advice that will leave you feeling confused and sad. A rebound is a temporary high, and when it wears out, you'll be back to square one. Allow yourself to feel all your feelings and heal naturally. Now, Jasmine, do you agree with this? Have you ever moved on too fast to get over someone new, and how did it work out? I mean, do they have to be mutually exclusive? Like, I feel like I can get under somebody to get over some of the sadness. And then when he's gone, I can sit and be very pensive about the guy that I really like. Like, really? you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel like, you know, I don't want to spend the whole day being sad, mulling over what I've been through. To me, it's like, like, I want to have some happiness, Okay. Right, I still want to feel attractive. I've done that before. I've, but I have the ability to separate and say this is for pleasure and this is for you know love or this is who I really love. But this is just in the meantime. I have the. So ability you don't have that emotional connection like a lot of people. Once you get into a situation, or some people, I'm not going to say a lot. You have that emotional attachment, especially when you are trying to get over someone else. So you do tend to like lean on that person for the comfort that you're missing from the old person, no? Well, for me, I think my mental and my emotional are connected. So mm. mentally, if I'm not in that person, because emotionally I'm still connected to someone else, you know, it's just like, even when you're with someone intimately, right, in order to really be completely satisfied, there has to be a mental connection. Right. 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 So if you are lacking that mental connection, you may be with them intimately. But at the end of that intimacy, you're really not going to be satisfied because there was no mental connection. If you get where I'm going with that. Yeah. But, you know, I thought I had a situation where I was where it was just simply a rebound and somebody that I was just wasting time with. But what ended up happening was I was still dealing with the other person at the same time. The one that originally did me dirty. I was still dealing, I was dealing with both of them. And the problem was 
I was treating that guy as a rebound, but he really wasn't. He was actually a good guy that I should have took more seriously. And then when it panned down to it, I ended up thinking I was telling him the truth about everything. And I was like, listen, you know, because he's like, you disappeared. And I was like, I don't want to lie to you. I did. I was with. And it like devastated and broke this guy's heart. Now, mind you, he still dealt with me. But then he started treating me messed up. And then when I was finally over my ex, and now I'm like, no, we, we've been dating, so let's be more serious. He's like, no, I'm a rebound. Like, he kind of mm-hmm. played me, so now I was needing another rebound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that was your fault. You mixed your peanut butter with your chocolate. You got Yes, you but I like Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> you mixed your peanut butter with your chocolate too quick. See, I could never do that at the same time. I think that is where it gets messy and convoluted. I was messy. I think if you... if someone has broken your heart and you're still going back to them, then you certainly can't be under someone else to get over them because you're not over them yet because you're still dealing with them. And you're right. It's totally unfair to bring somebody else in your mess, in your resources. It's too messy. Make sure you're done is basically what we're saying. Because now you're you're being like the person that you're trying to get away from. And that's what ultimately I I felt it. And I ended up being that. Even when I was around the other person, there was things that I would do that I'm like, damn, I'm taking stuff out on him that I learned from the last guy. And when I I thought I was fixing it, you know, he was already over it and was was on to doing other things. And uh, still to this day, me and him are friends. I feel like he holds some of those things against me. You know what I mean? You're still seeing the other guy. So you're really not trying to get over him. You're just trying to get over on this dude and back under that one. I just didn't want to feel hurt. Like, I'm one of those people that, like... That's what tequila is for. No, tequila don't work. It'll work for me for that time. Then I wake up feeling worse. I get caught in my feelings. Getting mm-hmm. underneath another person never worked for me. It never, yeah. I, you, I have to go through the, the phases. I have to go through the motions of whatever that heartbreak is. So with you, you get into a heartbreak and you can just like figure something else out or drink or do whatever. If my heart gets broken, I'm going to take about a day, maybe two, to really think about it, figure out, okay, well, how did this go wrong? How could I have handled it better? Or really deal with my feelings. I'm not that cold that I could just completely say nothing is going to bother me. But what I'm not going to do, because, you know, I've lived a little, what I'm not going to do is wallow in it for days while he out enjoying his life. That ain't going to happen. So what I'm going to do is pick myself up gonna wash my face, wash my hair, get my life together, get back in them streets. And, you know, if I find me a, you know, a little something to kind of deal with in between time, and if something comes of that, great. If it doesn't, I'm not going to quickly attach myself emotionally to somebody new, but I'm I'm definitely going to get back up and, and get back out there and say, okay, well, what I can't do is wallow in this. And if I still have feelings for him, depending on what offense was done, if he cheated, 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 we can't go back to that. But if it was something where it was just kind of like we were growing in different directions and perhaps we weren't seeing eye to eye on things. I've dated guys who felt like, you know, you're doing too much and and it's okay to do one particular area, but you're doing too much and there's not enough time for me. I So those types of things can be worked out, but it can't be you're seeing all of these other people. I can't go back to that. So in that case, I'm like, well, let me just move on and find somebody new. 
See, that's great. And you need to rub that off on me because I'm the one that's going to wallow and be like, why did this happen? And why did that happen? And I want answers. I want this. I want that. What are those answers going to do for you? What do those answers do for you? It does nothing for you. But at the same time, if not, I'm going to keep questioning things. Mm -hmm. And so one way or another, I feel like they're both not good. They're both <laughs> not good. Yeah, they're both not good. Just try to find somebody that's going to treat you right and then focus on yourself in between those times. I found that that's helped me the most is really putting that time into bettering myself, making myself look better, do better, feel better. And those always uh, is is what my rebound is, looking my best so that he can't right. get me back. Okay. And those kind of things attract someone who is going mm-hmm. to be that because you attract right. what you are, right? That's right. And dump the losers. Now, if you, you if you want us to undress your question, all you have to do is follow us on Instagram at the Undressing Room Podcast and DM us for your chance to be featured, which we love to hear what you have to say. Now, you're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to the UndressingRoomPod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shop page and I want to thank you Jasmine so much for joining us today on the Undressing Room podcast. Let's oh my be- god I had a blast. Thank yes. you so much for having me L'Oreal. Thank, <laughs> you, thank you. Thank you. Well we will definitely see you again. Let the people know where they can catch up with you, follow you and check you out. All that good stuff. So you guys can follow me uh, on all social media platforms at I am Jasmine Sanders. Also check out my podcast. Don't tell me to shut up. It's available on all streaming platforms. And of course, check me out on the DL Hughley show Monday through Friday nationwide all over the country. You know where to find us, DLHughley.com. And of course, wherever he's in trouble, we will be. (laughs) (laughs) And she got hands. Yes. We're going to get back dressed. We're going to put our clothes back on the undressing room podcast. Make sure y'all listen to every episode, the old episodes, the new episodes, and you can check us out next week right here in the same place. Bye for now. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and Corporate Partnership, Josh Romani, Michelle Marino, and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital Marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital Creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.